This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 93, showing up exactly as you are with Betsy Mikesell. Hello, everybody. I'm Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host, Becky Proudfit. What's up? And we are happy, as always, to be with you yet another week. Man, we just don't skip a beat. No, we really don't. I like it. We are persistent. We're very persistent. Persistent. And man, am I so excited about this week's episode with our good friend, Betsy. We love us some Betsy. Oh, and you're going to get introduced to her. But one thing I really admire and love about Betsy is when we asked her what she wanted to talk about, this showing up exactly as who you are, man, that is what we've been totally immersing ourselves in for the past several months as we've been creating the live the story you want to tell course. And I feel like the alignment of this episode and the Mm -hmm. release of the course goes so amazingly well together. Really good point. And I love, I'll I'll point this out because I don't know if you remember, but I remember in our conversations with Betsy leading up to recording with her that you really prompted her to consider that being the topic because you have admired so much that about her. I have a really so cool. I have a really big girl crush on Betsy. She is one of the nicest, smartest, um, authentic people you will ever meet. And she's one of those women that just being around her gives you permission to be more yourself. And And I I, love it. I love that too. And it's interesting that you bring that up because I think a lot of people look at Betsy and people like Betsy and they just kind of throw on the label of influencer. She's just kind of doing her life, you know, for show. And man, you take a minute to get to know the person behind the squares on Instagram. And you're like, no, no, that's not Mm -hmm. at all what that person's about. And a lot of you will know who Betsy is through her company, Betty's, and you'll get to hear all that introduction. And if you don't know who Betsy is, we're so delighted that we get to share her with you in this recorded podcast episode that we did back a couple months ago. And so before we share Betsy with you, I have a review. Can I share it? Yes. All righty. This one is from Carolyn and she says, amazing podcast. These women are amazing. I'm struggling with stress that's never been dealt with until my body just shut down. These women make me laugh, smile and cry, but also importantly, it's healing. Thanks ladies. Go listen. So you too can start healing. Oh, I like that. I know. And that's really special to me because, you know, what people get out of the podcast is going to be very personal and individual. We emphasize that a lot. Mm -hmm. We know that for some people, we're just like a couple of their girlfriends and it's just fun and it's light and they just feel the feels and they just go about with their, you know, having this another drop in their bucket. And for some people, they really look to resources and tools and people or brands or podcasts or books or whatever that really do help them with healing or with processing things that are going on in their life. So I super appreciate where Carolyn is coming from and we feel humbled and honored to be a part of her journey. Absolutely. For sure. So, all right, we're excited to share Betsy with you, but first a quick word from this week's sponsor. You've heard us talk about Betty's and their amazing zip-up beddings, which, as you know, is one of our favorites. We both have had Betty's sets for a few years, and one of the things I absolutely adore about Betty's is that they release additional bedding accessories like blankets, pillows, even downloadable artwork to keep your bedroom updated and styled. I love how their bedding is both neutral and also so intentionally created to provide a way for you to switch out a few items and have a completely different look. I'm currently crushing over the new Endless Summer line that is available for pre-order right now. I bought the accessory pillows for my daughter's room and they are so excited to have a piece of the tropical vibe to refresh their room. Of course, you can always get a discount on our favorite bedding and accessories at beddies.com, B-E-D-D-Y-S.com. And our code is Becky. So there we were. Where were we? We were on a cruise. Oh, yes. A delightful, lovely cruise with our favorite cosmetics company. And we were seeing who is related to who, which we all know I'm never related to anybody. And there she was. This is done (laughs) through the... Family, family search, tree. family tree, family app. tree app. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not familiar yes. with that, it's a family free app. tree app. It's a genealogy um, resource, mm-hmm. and you can see how you're related to the people around you. It's and really I'm cool. Never related to the people around me, and everyone else is, and it kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> and so I ran a scan, and there she was. Who was it? 
Betsy. Hi, Betsy. <laughs> it was Betsy who is not only the founder and creator of Betty's, our favorite betting in the entire world. For real. I love yes. you guys. But she's also <laughs> one of the most delightful human beings ever. And so we're in Utah and we knew we had to record with Absolutely. her. Absolutely. So welcome. welcome. You guys, welcome. I'm so happy to be with you. I really am. It's very mutual. I just have to tell you. <laughs> I was talking to Kaylee a couple weeks ago. Kaylee Monday. And oh, we love you. She said she felt like she was on the cruise. One of the things she was on the cruise for was to meet you guys and told me how amazing you guys are. And I was like, I get it. I didn't get to know him as well as you. I want to go meet him again. I mean, like, I just wanted yes. to spend time, you know? I know. Time is everything. And that's what was so cool about that that cruise that we all got to be on with Shine is that time together that otherwise it just doesn't happen. No. Even if you're geographically in the, in the same space, which we are not. Becky and I are not near pretty much anyone that we know through you know, we're this just, world. We're on our we're own island. We're just an island the over there in Arizona. <laughs> but unto ourselves. a warm island. It's so delightful. It's lovely. And I also loved waking up to snow this morning. In Utah. And I enjoy are. the briskness yes. of the air. Mm-hmm. But I think I would die. Because mm-hmm. then you get to go back. To the warm. To yes. the warm. And That's hike the every key. single day. Yes. I, re- I don't know if you knew this. I used to live here. I used to live in Traverse Mountain. No. Yes, she I sure did. did. Yes, she I sure, sure did. did. for a hot minute. I did yeah. for about three years. Mm-hmm. It was our, like, first house that we built. And then when we were starting a business, we knew we wanted to do it not in Utah. And so we did it in Arizona. And it was a great Because decision. of the cold or what? Or family? Because or of the like- cold and because my husband's parents um, were in Arizona and because we had, my husband had done business here a little bit and we just thought it would be, it's very saturated with entrepreneurs. You may not know that Utah is like a hotbed for entrepreneurs. And we just kind of felt like it would be better to be out of state for the, for the market that we were going into. Do you know what's interesting you say that is I 1 million percent agree but in my situation, it's helped me oh, because yeah. totally. I have so much support. Mm-hmm. We have groups of men and women that get to entrepreneurs that get together. And then we have groups of just women. And let me just tell you the coolest thing about women is they want to build each other up. Mm. There's nothing more satisfying than when I find something that's successful for my business and sharing it and it works for theirs. Totally. Oh, you cool. know, it's the, it's so it's cool. It's so cool. It's very, very empowering to know that you're not alone in the way you yes. feel about that. Yes. Yeah. And here's the other thing is when my business grows and someone else's business grows, mine doesn't go down. Like we all grow together. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the saying, Beck? All a high tide a raises high tide. all ships. Yeah. The, that's yes. what it is. Yes, it really is. Yeah. And that's kind of very similar to the world of podcasting is we all um, who are kind of in this industry together, like get together, network, information source, and everyone's kind of building each other up. And it really is. It's not It's not like the success pie and there's only so much to go around. Like it totally. really, it multiplies. Like that success and goodness multiplies. So that's really cool that you utilize that. Yeah. Betsy, let's business. have you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone um, from a professional and a personal level. Okay, so I am Betsy Mikesell, and I am the co-founder and inventor of Betty's. So it's zippered bedding, and I just have to do the backstory of how it was invented. I want the backstory. I was a full-time hairdresser, and I loved my job. I loved what I do, did, and um, my twins had bunk beds, which I thought was like such a genius idea because it gives you more room in their more space in their room until you try making those dang beds they are worst and I thought my kids were lazy which you know they are probably on occasion but <laughs> but I'm like you guys it's not that hard and so I'm like showing them how to do it and at one specific time I remember I'm like taking off my boots taking off my bracelets and I'm like this is how you do it and I get up there I'm like oh my gosh because you're on the bedding mm-hmm. you're trying to make trying to I'm, lift the mattress yes, up and I'm tuck trying to it tuck in, around yeah. those rails skinning my knuckles and I'm ready to cuss I was mm-hmm. so frustrated <laughs> so I went downstairs and I got on and I Googled how to make a bunk bed and there was no hacks. I'm like, oh, Pinterest will have it. Mm-hmm. Search on Pinterest, how to make a bunk bed. Still nothing. I'm like, how in the world does everybody have bunk beds and there's not bunk bed bedding or a hack? Mm-hmm. So then I, I did. I searched bunk bed bedding. I could not find anything. So I was just frustrated. I complained to my friends. I complained to my clients yeah. just I wanted everyone to know that why is <laughs> no one else is complaining I, I wanted I wanted them to complain with me right <laughs> so anyway so I um a couple weeks later I just out of frustration it was a Saturday I went to Hobby Lobby I got the longest zippers I could find took it over to my mom and elastic and got took this old bedding over to my mom's house 
I'm like, mom, here's what we need to do. She's like, I don't even understand what you're saying. What are you saying? So I'm like putting it on a bed, showing yeah. her where I want the elastic. And that is when I made my first prototype of Betty's. And it wasn't a prototype. So cool. It mm-hmm. was just my solution. So yeah. um, I told some of my friends and family about it. And they're like, that's actually genius, Betsy. I would buy that. Because mm-hmm. everyone also hated bunk beds. But yeah. a lot of people were like, I just got rid of mine. In fact, Angie, my business partner, She's like, wait, we're running friends. She's like, it's a really cool idea. She's like, I actually just got rid of mine. That's how I solved the problem, right? You know? oh. So um, that's... Got rid of the bunk beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm over this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so anyways, we um, flash forward a few years, and I asked Angie if she wanted to be a, my business partner, and we decided to go patent this idea and start a company. That so, is so that, cool. I feel it's like crazy. It's yeah. so and, cool. And, you yeah. wait, and it was a few years after that. It wasn't even like this immediate thing, like, let's get to work straight away. Well, you... we did start getting to work, okay. but we didn't know where to start. Mm. It There were probably three or four years of just kind of doing circles, trying okay. to find manufacturing, trying to find the right attorney. Because we've actually, yeah. we actually had two different attorneys for our patent, to get our patent. Um, trying to find... Um, the right fabric. And and then once we found a factory that would make it, perfecting it. Because right. what my original prototype wasn't a perfect prototype. Sure. Right. So it was refining the product to something that we wanted to sell that we we felt good about. So mm. you went you wanted to go through all of that and get it to that place before you even started anything that was hinting on the marketing yeah, side. Bringing yep. it to market. Yep. Yeah, bring it to market. Yeah. You got okay, got all of those ducks in a row yep. first, which I think in your case makes a lot of sense. Totally. I don't think that that has to be the same journey for everybody who wants to start something. Right. Sometimes people don't start something because they think that everything has to be perfect first. Yes. Right. But in your case it de- it did. It actually made a lot of sense for you to figure it out so that the thing exists existed as you wanted yep. it to be, yep. how it needed to show up, and then you hit the ground running. Yep. That's really cool. So, I yeah. love the backstory. Well, that is yeah. really, I love really that. Fun. I love that you so, and Angie were running partners. That's yeah. how you knew each other. Oh, my gosh. Can I, ta- can I get to yes. tell the story, Please too? tell so, all the stories. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we – so I moved in, and her – so Angie and my other friend, Brenda, who actually works for us, too, um, would go jogging the opposite direction of me. So every it and the loop is a mile. So every half mile, I would wave to them I'm like, "Hi!" <laughs> oh, that's but funny. I had just moved in and I didn't really know yeah, them. Yeah, you didn't want to. So I just waved, and then finally one day, I like looked at him. I go, "Can I run with you guys?" Good <laughs> oh, I love that. They're like, "Sure." They probably thought I was crazy. I don't. Of course, think so. I <laughs> go right in between them. <laughs> Hi, I'm Betsy, and then I love it. It's been the same ever since. Aww. We still run together. Oh, so that's so awesome. Yeah. That I actually that. is a really great segue into why we felt so strongly to have you record on the podcast. Because if you don't know, in addition. Um, to being the founder of Betty's. Also, you are kind of in that role of social media influencer on your personal Instagram. And one thing I really admire about you is I feel like one thing that has made you so successful in business, aside from the fact that your product is obviously the greatest thing ever, is that you show up as yourself Every time I've met you, um, seen you on Instagram, like it is all very consistent. Like I love that you bring your authenticity to your product, to your life. And I feel like that's partially why people relate to you so well and why your business is so successful. Well, thank you. I This sounds so dumb, but part of it is I almost would rather come up and tell you what, I was, what a failure I am or that I'm not good at something. Yeah. So it's almost like a protection to me. So if I'm on Instagram and I'm telling you I'm bad at something, it's probably because I'm like, well, if I tell you I'm really good at it, then you're going to be like, no, you're not. Right. You know, Hmm. so isn't that kind of dumb? But it's almost like a dumb. It's interesting. So you're saying that you're wanting what is it you're saying? You want people to know that of the mistakes just as much as they know of. Yeah. Yeah. Put together your life also is. Yeah. And I just think that it's um, like I don't have everything put together. Who does? Well, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Who does? Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people that have a lot more together than me. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, so. everybody has a different level of being put together or whatever. But I think that that's, that is something, like Becky said, that's so attractive about mm-hmm. you is that you are able to show up as you are. And if, you, if you've ever seen Betsy, and if you haven't, now you will because you're going to go yes. search her immediately on Instagram. <laughs> She's one of the most visually stunning people you've ever met she's in your kind of a life. stone cold fox I just want to stay here all day <laughs> no like oh we've got more compliments right coming. no but that that yeah. can be I ju- I'm just saying it mm-hmm. that can be incredibly intimidating for some people right some people can see someone so extraordinarily beautiful and be like I don't relate because she's she's beautiful. so beautiful she she's so successful 
successful. Yeah, yeah she's successful. she has a huge Her business. Family's gorgeous. Yeah. They go yeah. to church on Sundays or whatever. Like yeah, all the usually things. late. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. No, you're not. No, <laughs> no. But like, I think that it's just too easy on social media, and that's okay. That's okay. This yeah. is the nature of social media for us to have quick judgments about mm-hmm. people for better or for worse. And right. so, what I'm trying to say is, I love that you are doing that. You're being who you are, and you're a beautiful person, and you're also being very authentic in the way that you share about the things that you love and the mistakes that you've made and all of the everything's. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that something that you've thought from the very beginning like you began with the end in mind and thought you know on social media I'm going to be this way or do you feel like it's just happened it's just happened so one thing is when I was a hairdresser my favorite thing was to do is to tell all my clients the things I found in life that make my life easier or that Mm -hmm. oh my gosh you have got to try this vacuum it's the best you know I just get so excited about random things that Mm -hmm. I find which is awesome yeah (laughs) so I would always it it just came natural that I love to share products and Mm -hmm. things that I found and then starting my own company it was so valuable to have other influencers share about Betty's right that I feel like if there is somebody I can share about who I see that that I love their products, mm-hmm. I want to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know how much it meant to me. And so that's kind of what I I try to do, too, is I I want to support all these people who are starting companies. I know how it felt six yeah. years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, like, be in tears with some of the things, like how people would share or be so nice to me. Yeah. So I, I do love to do that. And I probably didn't even answer your question right you because did. I already forgot. No, 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 you no, did. You totally and I did. think that the more that we talk offline and online, the more I realize how much we have in common. Mm-hmm. There's so, so, so many things that we have in common on a very personal and in business level. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I totally relate to you is that because I've been doing what I do for a couple of decades plus, but then running a business for the last 10 years, I will never, ever, ever forget what it has meant to me, not just customers, but other people who have platforms or audiences or communities who talk about the Becky Higgins brand or anything that we do or the app or the classroom, anything like that has meant so much to me. And you go pre-business and that's how I was even back when I was working for a scrapbooking magazine for 12 years is my job was to talk about the products that I loved. And it's Mm -hmm. just such a genuine, natural place to come from that instead of this inauthentic, like I'm being paid to talk about something. So I probably Mm -hmm. should say this nice thing about them. Like I think that people get when it's really genuine and when it's not. And and so I love that you're a champion of other brands that you love. That is how I feel like I met you because it was Mm. after Jordan's soiree. Yes, it was, huh? That I We um, were at a a party that we met, right? No, 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 that's right. I I shared it on Instagram. That's right. And you messaged me. Yes. Um, Yes. Because I shared, and that was one of the things is I knew oh my gosh, being Betsy, a brand, I totally forgot about that. sending product, how important it was not to just get it in people's hands, but for them to try it, love it, yes. and mm-hmm. share about it. Okay, so so, so. Uh, context so you guys understand, it's this it's a social gathering, it's called a summer soiree, and we have a common friend and it's at their house, and anybody who wanted to provide product to share with the people who were there did. You did and I did, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there that year. Yep. I couldn't be there, and so I sent the product, I probably sent some note cards you and did. some other stuff, right? Which I also have to say, yeah. I love those, those come in so handy, mm-hmm. because I, I, I have them and I just... If I forget a birthday, they're the cutest birthday cards. Or if I just mm-hmm. a thank you note, or if somebody had something hard happen, it's like I already have it there. I know. Because a lot of times you make an excuse like, oh, I don't have time to go to the store and get this. Mm-hmm. If you have your cards on hand, I can be like a thoughtful person every now and again. Mm-hmm. You know, right. just, just have them on hand. That is yeah, the key. I keep them in the console of my car because I also you do. I put them in. Yes, I only had two in my in my car, and I kept them in my car. I kept them yep. in my hat. Like yes. yes, but that way too, when my that kids are key. like. You know, on the way home from school, they'll be like, oh, this is a really cool thing happened. I can say to them, like, well, why don't you write that teacher a thank you I note? Or why it. don't you write yep. someone a note? I think our note cards, and I've said this a ton on Instagram, but I think they're totally the unsung hero of our product line. Like, I am so obsessed with our note cards. I, I can't even stand it. Enough about the they're note my cards. Favorite. No, I really do. <laughs> and it was one of the things, truthfully, before I even worked for the brand, when Becky and I were just friends, that I like really invested in because I just love them. Probably have yeah. about 17,000 No, I really do. In hand, fact, yeah. in fact, when we had those new notebooks come out from Raleigh and I purchased extra mm-hmm. besides the ones I got already, 
I saw the note cards and I sure did purchase. Yeah. I think I purchased of 10 sets. Yeah. So, so back to the, the connecting point of the note yeah. cards. Yeah. When you shared about them and you tagged me on Instagram, I was so touched that you, and I didn't know of you really well. I yeah. kind of knew of Betty's, I think probably. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I thanked you. I probably just you was did. like, oh my gosh, thank you so, so much. And then you then, from what I remember, said, oh my gosh, well, you weren't there. Let me send you a blanket. And I looked into it and I was like, holy, what? And that is way too generous. But you insisted and you sent me a blanket and the rest is history, girl. Fun yeah, fact, we that blanket is present at every single recording in, yep. in our normal recording location. I every so single happy. time. Yep. That checkered blanket is mm-hmm. literally there. It absorbs sound perfectly. It fave. is literally like the very, very best blanket. So that okay. is where we first connected. Yeah. And I'm glad you reminded me of that. And really, it kind of points back to something else that we love about you, and that is the spirit of generosity. Like you, we know we know that about you. We know Thank that you. generosity is a part of who you are, and you're not trying to be. You just mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I just get excited, and I yes. want people to try things. Yes. That, you know. So that's and it doesn't hurt me to be. You know, right. it, it doesn't cost you no, anything to be uh, generous. And, and no. I think that that's a heart of a good influencer. Truly, is is. Um, when you had, you know, when you'd sit down with your girlfriends, and for instance, when I got the Dyson stick back, like that changed my life truly. Oh, it's and the I best would ever. tell every single person, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the year we got that, like you've got to get this Dyson stick back. That's really the heart of a, of a really true and good influencer. And I will say, a lot of the products that you um, that you have put on your social media, like the Air Texture Spray, <gasps> is it not changed so my life. Like, I love that spray so much. And it smells so good, too. The reason I bring all this up is not to say, like, yay for influencers. <laughs> um, it's because I think that it's kind of a lost art. And we've talked about this before, especially amongst women. There's sometimes this feeling of, like, well, what if I tell them they're awesome and they think I'm weird? Or what if I, like, tell someone something unique and amazing I see in them and they don't, like, they think that's awkward or whatever. So I love that story of you seeing the people running waving high and then just being like I want to be with them yeah can I just come run with you I love that I think that openness is something that all of us need to be Mm -hmm. cultivating more of in our lives when we have a generous thought about someone when we see something unique or a spiritual gift or something special about someone or something they do that just totally touches you like why not just say I think so many times we have this internal dialogue of like oh that was so amazing but we never say it when we don't say it, I, like, we're burying yeah. it. It's and true. when you say it, like, look what can come from people who literally are just saying and noticing. It does take a little bit of vulnerability on the person, too. Because it's like, I did, I mean, how many times did I pass them before I dared to be like, can I can, run with you, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it, it because, like, they can always shut me down. They could be like, oh, sorry, we are going to start going early and avoid mm-hmm. me. Or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is there There's is risk. There yeah. is right? risk. That vulnerability yeah. comes with some feelings of risk. Yes. But yeah. at the same time, when I'm vulnerable with other people is the, when I have the most growth or things come into my life that are the most helpful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That, you oh, have no, that real true you, soul yeah. connection. And so mm-hmm. even in business, when I'm just like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go to business school. I was a hairdresser. That has nothing to do with betting and running a, bed, a betting company. And so I will tell people that, like, I kind of don't know what I'm doing. Can you help? You know? Mm-hmm. And people want to help me. So people who are really good at business, they're like, oh, my gosh, here, let me help you with this. Or you should try this. They want to help. And it's – so you have to be a little bit vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know? Well, let's talk about vulnerability yeah. for a second because I think that's one of the things that we love the most about you and the way that you show up. And you mentioned before we started recording um, from a very vulnerable place that a lot of people look at you and you know that you you do – well, I'm saying this, not you. You do exude confidence through and through, right? Um, I think that all mm-hmm. of us do. When you exude confidence, sometimes that intimidates people and sometimes it attracts people. And that's not up to us, right? It's, yeah. People are going to read that however. But you were recently on a panel, so share about that. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> this is, so this is awesome. Asked, this yeah. is going to be very helpful. So the moderator just said, how do you have so much confidence? What are you guys doing to build confidence? And the two people that were on the panel with me are, like, saying all these wonderful things that the people who are just in the audience are just soaking up. And then it gets to me. And I'm like, well, honestly, 
I don't know, because I have so much anxiety to get here. <laughs> like, I was so worried because I still had gum in my mouth, and I was worried that people in the audience were going to be mad that I had gum in my mouth, but I was too scared to jump off the stage and spit out my gum. <laughs> and then some girl from the audience brings a piece of paper up to me so I could spit out my gum. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Yes, so cute. And it was so nice. But oh, I'm like, you know that. what? That's just Betsy. That's just honest. Yeah. yeah, it's honest. So, who you are. But I also didn't want people in the audience to think that, like, oh, you grow a business and you get – confidence right yeah it's a magic you don't. pill you Just take no i'm still scared of a lot of things like yeah. actually i'm the most scared person you've ever met <laughs> well talk about some of the so, things that you actually if you don't mind that you do feel self-conscious about yeah. sometimes that people would be surprised that you feel self-conscious about um well any it's so funny on social media i, I said this before but i'll get uh, a dm and they're like not to be rude but and then they throw out something rude mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just don't send the message because mm-hmm. I can have 10,000, not that I get 10,000, but I can right. have, you know, a million people say nice things, but why is it that that one person why is yeah. that? sticks? I know. You know, I don't have that thing just to let it go because mm-hmm. then the next time I do a story, I'm like, well, I don't want to say that now because I remember someone saying, mm-hmm. you know. It does. It puts you in a place yeah. where you're like, I don't know if what I'm saying is going to offend people or, yeah. right. and, and do you find yourself thinking of yes. a lot of thoughts like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. Then I want to be my my real self, but I will delete stories because I'm like, oh my gosh, what if someone thinks that I meant this? And I'm, right, you know, because mm-hmm. everything can be twisted. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you All know, day long. so All day long. there is there the nature of the beast of putting yourself out there vulnerably and making yourself visible. Is there you are always going to attract the people that want to bring you down. I mean, with mm-hmm. our podcast mm-hmm. too, I listen to the episodes and I'm like, how could anyone think that we have any ill intent? And I literally got a comment the other day that it said something like, well, Becky P is just trying to glorify what a great mom she is and, you know, something to the effect of I'm just trying to, like, basically prove what an awesome human being I am, which is obviously, if you listen to the podcast, is totally not true because we share the good, the bad, and the ugly. But you are But awesome. But you get that one person who <laughs> yeah. says that and literally I'm like, wait a minute, am I? Am I, like, trying to glorify myself? And I have to listen back and it's that moment of being able to center yourself And whether or not you're an influencer or a podcaster, everyone has this, like, input. Like, we all have tons of input, right, from sources that are close to us, from the media, from all these things all the time. Mm -hmm. And so what are some things – I want to talk about what are some things that we can do when we're getting that input that we all get on varying levels depending of, you know, on the level of exposure we have to kind of, like, take a minute and – Put the input in its place. Okay, so before we answer that question, let me just bring something in that is super relevant to what you're talking about because this is really interesting to me. Um, Before we started recording, you made the comment. I don't even know if you know that you said it this way, but you said... I just don't I just don't know what they want from me. Like I, I'm trying to do my best, but I just don't know if people is this resonating with them or are they offended by it or I don't remember the mm-hmm. words yeah. you used, but mm-hmm. it was very much like it, it sounds like a little bit of a fear-based thought, right, mm-hmm. that you have that we totally. can all relate to. Mm-hmm. Everybody can re- you know, most people can relate to that. Um, do you feel like sometimes that consumes you where when it comes to your work, which is of course lives on mm-hmm. social media, that it kind of stifles you a little bit because you are concerned about how other totally. people are perceiving you and those sorts of things? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for what it's worth, um, I, just, I just was thinking, you know, and going back to your question as well, Becky, there, there has to be a line that we draw somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really important to not discount how we are being received at some level because True. we're yes. it's human nature. We that, we want to love yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. We want to build each other up. What were you going to well, say? Well, I was just going to say that's the thing too is I'm like, if somebody's like critiquing or helping me to be a better person or to to watch like that by saying that that can offend someone. I definitely want to know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then there's a point too where they're mm-hmm. being so just rude mm-hmm. and then, then it stifles you. So the, it, it's like this fine balance. Like I want to yeah. take constructive criticism, but I also still need to be me at the end of the day. Absolutely. So in my experience with that, and especially this last year, which we've shared a lot here on the podcast and I have on social media, so I don't need to rehash the whole thing, but being caught up in people's expectations of me and perceived expectations of me mm-hmm. took me to a really crazy, scary place, which was an anxiety attack that I never saw coming, which then helped me to realize that I had all sorts of anxiety tied up in my identity 
with my work. Do you see where mm-hmm. I'm going with this? Yeah. I'm telling uh-huh. you we have a lot in com- common with yeah. this, Betsy, because mm-hmm. it really was something that I was not aware of. And so I bring this up with you. I really want you to do more of the talking, but I, I want I want you to consider as we discuss this that people's expectations of you is not at all where our focus should be, and yet it does go there naturally. Yeah. It's almost like mm-hmm. we can't help mm-hmm. it, right? And so let's go back full circle to Becky's question. And maybe, Becky, you're, maybe you're the best person to kind of kick off I feel like I've had a lot it. of practice with this, okay. particularly in the past year. So what's year. your thought then? Um, I think that you can look at having negative input. Going back to what our sweet Macy Robinson taught us at Alt Summit last year is the more authentic you are showing up, you're going to repel people more and you're going to attract people more. Like that always yeah. is a byproduct of, of making yourself truly visible. So I remember when we started the podcast, I knew that there was going to be some backlash coming from, you know, just happens, whatever. There's crazy people out there who just want to make people miserable. And I knew it was coming, but instead of like dreading it and being like, oh, waiting for the other shoe to drop, I kind of turned it around in my head and I was like, I can't wait for my first hater. Like I can't wait for my first, (laughs) my first like hate mail. And it kind of became this game, huh? For you. yes, It did. And I was like, I just can't wait to see like what that first person, because it means that I'm like, that is evidence that I really am showing up. It's evidence that I'm like really putting myself out there Mm -hmm. that I have done that enough where someone feels the need to try to like diminish my light. And then I got the first hater and it was kind of awesome. (laughs) I'm going to remind everyone. Hilarious. Can I just, not a reminder to everyone you've never shared this publicly oh i haven't no. oh my gosh you just guys be careful okay. with the story that you share i'll be very careful i'll be very respectful <laughs> i'm the conservative i do like to sing and dance yes she this does. we know she's really good my first hate mail was not sent to me but sent to sweet rebecca higgins um asking why she would have invited such a vulgar overtly sexual person Oh, to be part of her brand. But you wow. guys have to understand that she was responding to some stories. Um, in fact, I was in a Betty's blanket, wrapped in a Betty's blanket. Wrapped, yeah, you were wrapped. You were in a Betty's blanket, and it was so. Head it was actually toe. really sweet and cute. And she was kind of singing to a song and dancing. And we were doing stories at my house yeah. during a team meeting. It's last it Valentine's was, Day, actually. Oh, it was at that same time. Sure was. It was just. Did we really... share those on our story? I feel like I remember this. Oh, I don't um, maybe remember. you may have, but it was awesome, and I danced lovely. And it was just really cute. Truly, there was nothing offensive. Nothing about it. offensive. And then um, the person was just like, "She's just." She called me a, a gyrating some yeah, mess some, or something. Oh, something. Anyway. I felt great about it. Also, so I took that in, and I was quite she, frankly tickled pink. I was, was like, thrilled. "She thinks I'm sexy." <laughs> I. <laughs> That's all I heard was I'm like, she thinks I got it going on. I'm pretty proud of this. But my point in bringing that up is I think that if we can look for evidence of like, yeah, you really are showing up because you are getting some feedback, like that is kind of a byproduct. And so maybe focusing more on like, I'm getting input. People feel the need to tell me things, which means I actually am putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Betsy? Where where are you with all of this? Because I, I've heard you very vulnerably share. We wanted you to talk about what this is like to authentically show up as mm-hmm. yourself in your life and in your business, which is awesome. And you do and you are. And you're also very honest and vulnerable enough to say, and sometimes I feel really insecure about what yeah. I'm putting out there because I don't know what people expect. And so or sometimes where, it hurts. When, yeah, yeah. 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 So where do you sit with all of that? What's, where, where are you in your mind right now as you're processing? Oh, all over the place, right? honestly. Because <laughs> it's like I, I shared a post yesterday in a swimsuit for Rad Swim, mm-hmm. who I love. They're modest oh, swimsuits, we love you know. Them. And actually, everyone's One of been our nice, favorites. But the, as soon as you hit post, I'm like, oh boy, what are I gonna do? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't have this perfect body. I'm just your average person, you know. So there's a lot of scariness behind that. But then you get people who are so nice that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't screw up, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but then I also come from a place where I have kids who are in the social media world. Um, my my. They all have YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. They have pretty big social or like Instagram channels and Mm -hmm. TikTok or whatever. But they do it and they are, they have a fun light behind them and they will get a lot of hate. Mm -hmm. And I'm the parent saying, ignore that. You guys, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. counseling my kids. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side comes around Mm -hmm. to me and I'm like, I'm the worst. I'm terrible. I should just 
I'm going to delete that. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it makes you want to shrink or hide yes. or diminish. Yeah. yeah. I think it's yes. important to bring up that as you were saying that, like we're teaching our kids correct principles in life about not cowering away, not diminishing. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have to affect us. Yeah. It yeah. can hurt. It does And it can you. suck. Mm-hmm. And you can still be true to like exactly what you're telling your kids to do. And there's this great – um great thing we were talking about in a conference I was at a few weeks ago where it talks about they're talking about respect and they said respect isn't something um you have it's something you are and essentially like you want to act into the person you want to be and I think that's kind of going back to that panel you were sitting on the deal with confidence right you act into your confidence you the action has to come before the confidence mm-hmm. and you act into who you want to be okay you get what I'm so saying in that in that instance then are you saying that it feels right or makes sense to show up confidently even when you're feeling insecure about the way it's going to maybe be perceived correct Right. Is that how you feel, Betsy? Yes, but at times I just rather people know that I'm scared or I, you know, Mm -hmm. I just rather say, listen, it was so stressful. I about had a heart attack. But admitting you're scared is one of, to me anyways, when I say showing up confidently, I don't mean showing up bulletproof. Mm -hmm. When you say like, man, that really sucked or I'm afraid to how this is going to be received, that is confidence. I have confidence. Right. (laughs) Really though, that is the most authentic form of confidence because Mm, it's real and it's saying I am okay being scared and being afraid and by the way, those things are not going to stop me from showing up here today. You know what's Mm -hmm. funny though is if I tell people that I'm scared, then it's like they understand and they'll help me. But if I'm, do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I tell people I'm scared because I'm scared. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, then people don't expect me to mm-hmm. be confident, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to. Do, I don't know, and confident, I also don't yeah. want to lie to people. I, I said yeah. this earlier. Like, confidence doesn't just come because you grew a business, right? You, you have well, to or, work on or it have money, your whole life, or you, because you're married, or because you have kids, or because you know a hundred other things that we think. Oh, when we have that thing. That like quantifiable data of our of our worth, then we have confidence. You can have all the quantifiable data in the world, and still not know your worth, right? Yep. This is so dumb, probably, but I have two words that I found are so important in my regular life, but also in my business life. And when I tell you, you're going to be like, "Why in the crap are those your words? <laughs> Why are you assuming that we're going to think that when you hear them?" Because most people have like big, long, fancy words that are like important to them. Mm-hmm. Fair mm-hmm. is my first word mm-hmm. and fun. I love it. I love that. And here's why. So I love to be, I want to be fair to everyone I come in contact with mm-hmm. in real life, like my daily family life, Yeah, but also in business. So I want to be fair to the people who are sewing our bedding to the end customer who's buying the bedding. I want to be fair. I don't want to get the cheapest price and make them work for nothing, mm. but I also want to make a living Right. While I'm selling it. But I also don't want to gouge people, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where that fair comes I in. Love I love that. With my employees, I love to be, when I'm fair to them and they have a hard time in life and they need some days off or they need to leave early because they have to go pick up their kids from school. Yes, I want to give that to them because guess what happens when I'm fair to them? Mm-hmm. They, like, give me help when mm-hmm. I am swamped mm-hmm. and they work extra hours at holiday time. Mm-hmm. I'm literally going to get emotional. Good. Get go girl. there. But... So fair is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This is why we love you, Betsy. Mm-hmm. I can't keep my crap together. <laughs> oh, no, together. because you're real. It's together. So, but even, like, with my husband in my marriage, like, I don't want to make him go do all of these things, you know? Yeah. And then, so I want to help cook or whatever, like, to, to offset what he's yeah. helping with, you know? And the, honestly, he's taken up so much of, like, your typical mom jobs, yep. you know? Um, and then my second word is fun. Whenever we have our, our meetings, I don't want to just like give them, we have our whipped cream challenge. I'm going to get a tissue too. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. The whipped cream challenge, you guys. is so good. But I'm like, I just want this to be a place that people want to come. Yeah. I want, even at home, everything, like when you're sad, let's flip it and have do something fun. Mm-hmm. When I'm anxious, I'm I look for the fun. Yeah. And so those are my two words. Is that and, that, and they both serve you well. <laughs> they do. And they serve those around you really well. What yeah. I love too is 
when I think businesses create pure magic, and this is something that I think the BH brand has, um, what my husband's company has, and what you're echoing here is when you have um, very little delineation between your professional life and your personal life, mm-hmm. I believe that's where real magic happens. When the same values that are core to who you are and who you show up as in your family show up in your business when you're that same person, I think there is much more harmony and success and authenticity. And peace of mind. Peace of, yeah, peace of mind. I feel so much more peace of mind mm-hmm. when there's not uh, a segregation between this is my work life and this yeah. is my personal life. Yeah. And, I, and I do believe, and we, you know, I believe that you guys are the same way, uh, that all three of us, we show up as the same person in all the areas mm-hmm. of our life. There's no, there's no separation right. in that. Yeah. But I will say that with regards to um, social media specifically, because I've been doing it for 10 years, you probably mm-hmm. have been as well. I've been doing it for a solid Almost year and year year and and three months, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But through the years and the evolution of that, I have never felt so at peace about the way that I put myself out there in that public sense than the past year since that major struggle that I had with anxiety because I am being way. I never was inauthentic. Mm -hmm. I was never hiding behind anything that I knew of, you know. But I think it's that vulnerability, and I hate to Mm. I hate to take such a buzzword and overuse it. And I I wonder. I have a phrase coming to my head right now. I wonder if like one of the sneakiest forms of not being authentic actually is being overly guarded. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was guarded. Yeah. Yeah. And really that that, that comes off as inauthentic, you know, being inauthentic because Mm -hmm. you're not really being Mm -hmm. true to who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. I can see what you're saying. So then, so this has served you really well. Having these words, Betsy, and kind of going back to what you were saying with fairness and fun have they become very thematic for you in terms of you showing up everyone knows that those are important to me and the second people if you're fair to me i'm i want to be more fair to you like i want to give you more Mm -hmm. um and and we life's too short to not have fun you know yeah (laughs) we work harder when we stop and have fun i'm telling you we get more done we hit more goals Yep. Because we're having fun while we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So you guys, we joke. We, yes. have, we have our favorite words are the F words. <laughs> Fair, Fair and fun, fun and fabulous. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. So I just wish that every small business owner, like I yeah. really hope that we have a lot of business owners yeah. or managers or mm-hmm. people who, entrepreneurs, everyone, hearing what you're saying because it is very easy, and you know this well, it is very easy to get caught up in – the throes of what's hard about running a yeah. business because it's hard but if you eliminate fun you're not gonna make it like it's you gotta true. you mm-hmm. gotta shake it out loosen up and do have fun with the work that you're doing and i yeah. love that you're such an example of that so you have That's to really cultivate cool. a good and fun life and a good and fun employment a good and fun business right fair and fun right fair fun mm-hmm. good but find life. out in life you guys the more you try to give to others or help others I'm not, I'm not giving and sharing and helping so that I get something back, but it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah. I don't know how else to ex- explain mm. it. I swear my business has grown more. The more I try to help other businesses, yep. my business is growing. Isn't that mm-hmm. so crazy? It's so cool. It's so cool, though. It's like this cyclical, I love that word That's so the word much. that was in my head, too. It's <laughs> like this cyclical, cyclical, beautiful thing of just goodness. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't know this, but my word, my like why of my life word is amplify. Because mm-hmm. I want to always amplify goodness in other people and amplify brands that represent that, amplify people that represent that. Because when I do that, it actually amplifies the light inside of me. That's and an brings amplify, me peace and joy. Yeah, it describes Betsy very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that is, I think, what attracts us to you and the way that you amplify your life by amplifying others around you as well. Yeah. So, you know, everything that we talk about here is all rooted in what it means to cultivate a good life. So aside from showing up authentically, I'm totally put you, putting you on the spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to what that means for you on a personal Betsy the person level, mm-hmm. so even just kind of, you know, don't think about one specific area of your life, but what are some of the things that you do in your life to truly cultivate the best possible life in addition to what you've already shared? So I think you have to learn how do I word this best? You have to learn what's important to you. So there are some things that are just very important to me. Uh, number one, I have to, I, I, I don't have to wake up early. I love to wake up early. 
and I love to get my exercise in. And it started when I was in high school, and my mom told me my personality changed. She's like, when you started mm. running, your personality, like you're so much more calm. Mm. So I found out that that was really important for me yeah. and my mental health to get up and exercise. Um, and get and I have to have that time before my family's awake just to myself. I love that. Um, I used to joke before I had kids, I had Betsy time, and it could go like for all day. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have kids. Yeah. No, but... Um, so I just need that like time in the morning. And then I also discovered in myself that I need an early bedtime because I wake up early and I'm a better human when I sleep. Mm-hmm. So my friends all call me senior citizen and I don't care. I'm happy to it. be the, yeah. the yes. senior senior citizen ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you have to balance your life because I'm no good if I don't have sleep, if I haven't gotten some right. exercise. You have to do some things for yourself. Yeah. You can't give to other people if you don't have anything to give. Mm. It's true. Yeah. So I, I have to have those couple things. My sleep, mostly. That's yeah. probably, I should have started with sleep. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and can I just add something that you're not saying that I know you would say if the words were right sitting right there is, is you have to identify what those things are for you and you have to do it unapologetically. Yes. You know mm-hmm. this enough about yourself. You know you need your sleep and you need your Betsy time in the morning. Yeah. There's no apology owed to anyone yep. or yourself. Like, that is what it is. Own it. Be yep. that and do that. And my right? Betsy time used to be from, like, I don't know, 6 to 9. My Betsy time's now from 6 to 7. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, different for everybody. Yeah. Or actually probably, like, 5 yeah. to 6. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone gets up at 6. No. Yeah. So, but it evolves, but it's still. But a you have to know those things mm-hmm. that just bring you back. Yes. So I am with. I'm surrounded by people, and I love being around people. I. I learn so much from other people. People just give me energy when yeah. I'm around them, and then all of a sudden at night, I crash, and I just need that time, like, alone to read. Yeah. Sleep. Recharge. <laughs> I know. Recharge. Yeah. Recharge I know. those batteries. Yep. So I think that's really important, and then. When I have my sleep and my exercise and, and some downtime, then I love to have fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love to help others. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, that that comes back to me. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it works. I love that. And if you don't take a, op, the opportunity to recharge your, recharge your batteries, you can't give to people what you love to give to people. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. It's important to identify, like you're saying, you know what you need for yourself and you know, we, Becky, you and I, we both know the things. Like, if we don't have that thing, like for me, yeah. time alone, like, mm-hmm. is yeah, essential time. for me to be able to be my very best self. Yes. With, it's showing up in the world. That's not exactly, as I think, myself. what I was trying to say yeah. is I'm, yeah. it's that, mm-hmm. I just need that time, mm-hmm. the downtime, so I can have my full blast time. Totally. Yes, you know, totally. I love that. Does anything else come to mind as far as cultivating a good life that you want to, to share before we wrap up? I think it's just being excited for other people. Because they get excited for you, too. It's, it's this being happy, genuinely happy for other people. Sometimes when you're in a rut, you're, you want to be mad at other people. But if you can flip your mindset and be happy for them, it will flip. Your, it just it changes. It, yeah, it changes, changes everything. everything. Mm-hmm. It does. Everything. Yeah. Like your whole perspective and how you deal with people and how you feel about yourself. I think mm-hmm. that you actually, going back to confidence, I think that it's – one tactic and one way to build more self-confidence is by being so happy, genuinely happy for other people. Yep. Building up other people will build you up. Yes. And then surround yourself with these good people. I've met so many good people who I've met online and I got to meet them in person yeah. and surround yourself with them. Yep. You don't have time for the energy suckers. Yeah. You know, like you can say hi from a distance, but surround yourself with mm-hmm. those good people who want you to succeed and you want to succeed. Oh, mm. absolutely. I love that. Oh, I love it so much. I love this conversation and we'll tie a bow on it. We just could not love you more, Betsy. You guys. Totally true. Really. really I love that you are unapologetically showing up in your life, in your business, unapologetically taking the things that you need so that you can show up as your best. And so thank you so much for being here. Where do people connect with you? So I'm on Instagram. Um, it's at Betsy Mike Sell. It's B-E-T-S-Y-M-I-K-E-S-E-L-L. And a funny thing with that, so my company is called Betty's. Everyone calls me Betty, and I had oh. no idea oh, that geez. they sounded the same. <laughs> so I thought I was being clever. Betty's making your bed with ease, one's yeah. at a time. Yeah. And then my banker, 
who my actual real name is Elizabeth. Uh-huh. So that's what he should call me. And he's like, hey, Angie. Hey, Betty. I'm like, wait, oh. what? <laughs> that's I'm not like, my name. Oh, my gosh. He thought I said Betty when I introduced myself. And oh. then I have oh met so many people. They're like, hey, Betty. I'm like, hi. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so, at that point, you just kind of have to go so along funny. with them. Wow. Right? Yeah. Oh, how funny. So yep. she is Betsy, everyone. Betsy, Betsy, Betsy. Betsy, 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 Betsy. my cousin. <laughs> Betsy, my cousin. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. yes, find her on Instagram. Connect with her. You will love her as much as we love her. You'll fall in love very quickly. And um, and thank you again for creating Betty's also. Because <laughs> yes. in both of our homes, we love it so much. Lots of pillows, lots of blankets, lots of Betty's sets. We love, love, love them. One thing. Pajamas. I have to say one more thing, though, mm-hmm. about Betty's. Yes, that ma'am. People really I don't know if people do this thing that we do so oftentimes our kids have like camps to go to we actually go to this organization in Mexico and build houses um taking your kids bedding like the twin size beddies we have all of my kids have them we pack them up and we take them with us so then when we go to a place that they would need a sleeping bag Oh my the Bettys come with us, and they feel like they're right at home. They have their cozies that they love, and their blankets and their Bettys, and it's Yay, just another application <gasps> of our favorite bedding in the world. Does that make you feel so good about? Yes, what it you're really doing? does. <laughs> in fact, I stole one of my kids at girls' camp last year. Mm. They went without Bettys for the week, so I could have it at girls' camp. <laughs> that is hilarious, you guys. That makes me feel good because that's another thing. Putting a product out there is being vulnerable to oh, me. Gosh, yes. Yeah, because there's so many times where people could say they don't like it, and. Mm. It's like my baby. Don't tell me you don't like my baby. You know, my baby's mm-hmm. amazing. And so beautiful. that's it's hard. Yeah. We it's love hard. your baby. We sure Thank do. Thank you, Betsy love Betty. Baby. <laughs> love your brand. Love your product. Love you the very mo- thank most. Thank you. So thank you for being willing to share with us. And friends, thank you for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have felt that are personal for you. We invite you to write down those promptings that you feel and most importantly, act on them. We love you. We're cheering you on and we look forward to being with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. You can't ask people I can't to sing to, to do sing. a duet. Yeah. You right can't now. do that. Dance, monkey, dance. No, you do it. Sing, hey, dance. You do sing, it. Sing, dance, go. No. <laughs> no, I actually, my voice is literally gone. Well, you know what we woke I up mean, to this morning? What? Um, into the Woods? Lost in the Woods. No. Frozen 2. Come on. Into the Unknown. Into the Unknown? I haven't seen Frozen 2. <gasps> Who even am I in life? I... Uh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's how checked out I have been. I'll be honest. You're going to bawl your eyes out. Really? Because mm-hmm. I'll be, really? Mm-hmm. That's what I didn't want to do. That's why so I've if seen anyone's, it times in the theater. But if people say that I'm going to cry, then I won't see it. Why? You're not going to cry. Just You're bring a Betty's blanket, hide your head under it, yes. and have a good cry. Oh, my gosh. I will, yeah. like, and then when I cry, I keep crying for, like, days. So I just try to avoid those things. Can you imagine how smart I would be? If? If all the <laughs> lyrics from, like, musicals and things I've been in and, if all of that was gone, I would probably rule the world. Wait, gone? I don't understand. You know what? I if, remember if every word school, to every song of if everything. If med school was done through music, you would have been the top doctor. You know what? Med That's school good. the musical. Yep. I think this is a business idea. Should <laughs> we do it? I'm going to leave the two of I you to run so. that business. Okay. I'm pretty so. sure I'll do we could be doctors by this afternoon. So just saying. <laughs> well, just so you know, though um, – I am terrible with lyrics. So I will be listening to a song, and my kids are like, Mom, that song is terrible. I'm like, it is?